Hey there, boss. This is Jeff Mendelson, host of the One Big Tip podcast. And I am so excited to announce my new Agents of Pod coaching program, where I teach you how to fast track your lead gen by having more conversations with your targeted clients, even if you have no list, audience, or paid ads. Head on over to agentsofpod.com slash hero, and let me show you how to be the superhero in your own business. I am also actively seeking guests for this podcast. If you know someone who is currently six figures or more in their business and they have an actionable, tangible, and measurable tip to share, please let them know about it. Just go to onebigtip.com slash guest for information on how to be a guest. I can't wait to hear from you. Let's get started. Hello, everyone. Welcome back. My name is Jeff Mendelson, and this is the One Big Tip Podcast. And today, I am really pleased to have with me on the line Jackson Milan. Jackson is known as the Wealth Mentor. He is a best-selling author and host of the podcast, Enjoy the Journey. And he is also the founder, the co-founder and CEO of Aurelius Financial, a wealth coaching and strategic advice business service where he's coached over a thousand clients to build over 1.5 billion with a B folks, billion dollars in combined wealth. So it's going to be a lot of fun today. Jackson, thank you so much for joining me and welcome to the show. Jeff, thanks for having me. I'm really excited to have a chat with you and uh, looking forward to delivering some value to the audience. Yeah, so thank you so much. I wanted to start out, first of all, by talking a little bit about your journey. I mean, those are some big numbers you're throwing around. And, uh, you know, you were telling me a little bit about uh, where you are right now in your life journey. You know, you've been moving around Australia and you finally settled on this great on this great rant. So I want to hear all of it. Tell us a little bit about who you are and why you are awesome. Let's start at the beginning, Jeff. Uh, I'm not a typical finance guy. Uh, most people, if they look at me, they go, Jackson, you don't look like somebody who uh, who lives and breathes Wall Street. And that's really not what I identify as at all. Um, I got involved in this industry because of my parents. My parents were business owners. Uh, my mum was a hairdresser. She tried very hard to create a successful salon. My old man was a tradie. He tried lots of different trade businesses, but he was always looking for the greener grass on the other side. And he jumped around a lot. He's a bit of a dreamer. But the common theme between both of them is that as a kid, I saw them work 16-hour days, seven days a week, and always saying to me at every single moment that they could, Jackson, if you want to be successful in this world, you need to work hard for it. I'm sure people watching this can, uh, can resonate with that. But what I come to realize pretty early on is that there was a disconnect between that, what they were telling me and the results that they were realizing. And what I come to understand is that they were working for money as opposed to money working for them. I originally started training to become a financial advisor to try and help people like my parents understand the language of money. But then my next epiphany moment is that the financial advice industry was all about flogging commission-based products to people like my parents who didn't need them or only working with people who were already incredibly wealthy. So I saw there was a big gap in the market to help business owners who were battlers, people who were just struggling to keep their head above water, who really needed to just kind of set the foundations, the fundamentals of their wealth journey to help them then work towards creating financial freedom. So I just the, been the term financial advisor, I created the term wealth coach. And for the better part of the last 15 years, we've been helping service-based business owners really get clear on what financial freedom actually means, reverse engineer that into a roadmap and give them really simple, sustainable, and scalable steps that allow them to turn their business profit into personal wealth. And uh, it's been that system that we've used with our, our clients to help them build over $1.5 billion in combined wealth. 
but also practice what we preach. Uh, I've been able to create financial freedom at 32. Uh, we've now got a $6 million business with over 800 clients around the world and, and a team of 25. And that's also afforded me the opportunity to spend nine months of last year traveling around Australia and uh, now moving into our dream home, which is a 70-acre uh, homestead here in far north Queensland. Uh, and we've been able to create and manufacture the lifestyle we want in our 30s and then show other people how to do the same. So it's been a, an amazing journey so far. You know, I love what you said about the language of money, because a lot of people don't understand that or don't understand what language is and how it can work for them. Can you dive into that just a little bit more, just so we have a much better idea of what you mean by the language of, as opposed to the color of money or making money work for you? You know, like those are all big buzzwords, but I really think that the language of money is really eloquent. And I want to dive into that a little bit more. I agree. And there's a method to my madness here because what I've come to realize is that money is emotional and we, and we tend to carry a lot of baggage around money. And for that reason, most of us think that it's too complicated for us to wrap our heads around. So then we fall into this trap of abdicating responsibility, whether that be to an accountant, to a financial advisor, to a fiduciary, to a money manager. But this is where many people get this wrong because you can't outsource those things until you understand them. And there is a language when it comes to money. We need to fundamentally break the language down into three things. The first thing is understanding the language of defining your goals. And this is the difference between dreams and goals, because most people are financial dreamers, not financial goal setters. This is about being able to clearly quantify what it is that you want and why you want it. So for example, if you want to buy your dream home, I want to know where is it? How many bedrooms does it have? How many square meters or square feet is it, depending on where you are in the world? What's it cost in today's market? What are all of the details that allow us to paint a crystal clear picture of that milestone? Second step of learning the language of money is being able to create a diagnostic or identifying what are the roadblocks, the hurdles, or the invisible ceilings that you are hitting your head up against right now. Because most people are so tied up in looking forwards financially, that they don't pay attention to the things that are tripping them up at their feet. So it's about resolving those things and removing what we call cash flow bottlenecks and understanding how to do that diagnostic is critically important. And then the third part of learning the language is understanding how to create a simple roadmap, which is basically a pathway to get you from where you are right now to the goals, dreams, and aspirations that you have. And if you can understand those three things, they act as a lens, a filter that you can pass every single financial decision that you make, either personally or in your business through, that allows you to make objective and forward-facing decisions, as opposed to reactive, emotional, after-the-fact, knee-jerk decisions, which is what most people fall into the trap of. You know, I want to dive deeper into this because basically when you're creating a plan, you know, we all talk about, you know, creating financial plans and, you know, I really like the way you broke apart the idea of dreams versus goals, but how does that actually get implemented then? So it's nice for me to, you know, to say, I want a house on the beach or I want a condo, you know, that overlooks, uh, that overlooks something. I need X amount of space, things like that. When I try to translate that, and for somebody who's in a service-based business, I mean, let's just take your mom, for example, you know, at some point, there's only so much 
that a service-based business like that can scale, right? She's not going to open up, you know, 20 different salons across the entire Brisbane metropolitan area. You know, she's probably got her hands full, you know, with the one that she's doing and it probably provided a very good life for you guys. Right. But how do you help people like, first of all, figure out what is the, you know, what is obtainable versus what is a, oh, geez, you're nuts, right, type thing. And how do you get them to really figure out like, okay, you know, if you want to achieve this goal, these are the steps of how you're going to do it. Yeah, it's a really great question. And this is something that we come up against all of the time, because what's really interesting is because most people haven't been taught how to roadmap. And because their goals are more so dreams, most people actually think that they need far more or they need to scale their business far further than what is actually necessary for them to create true financial freedom. So what we do for our clients is firstly, we, when we map out all of those goals, dreams, and aspirations, we reverse engineer them. And we understand how do we leverage the three levers. There are only three levers that really influence our trajectory from where we are to where we want to go. Lever number one, is how much can we afford to contribute towards those goals? So in other words, how much surplus do we have available? Once our business makes a profit, we pay ourselves a good income, we live a good lifestyle, how much is left over for us to commit towards those future goals? The second thing, how much risk are we comfortable taking? And I reframe this. What I help my clients do is help them understand what is the least amount of risk necessary for them to achieve the goal that they want. So this is about us understanding the relationship of risk versus return. Because of course, if you've got all your money sitting in cash right now, it's not doing anything for you. After inflation, it's going backwards. And of course, if you invest everything into cryptocurrency, sure, you could make a a thousand percent, but you could lose everything too. So we need to understand that relative nature of of that part of of the lever. And then the third lever is how long are you prepared to wait? And if we can understand the relationship and more importantly, the sensitivity of those three levers, it allows us to make informed and educated decisions. And most importantly, understand how much income we need to earn in order to achieve all of our goals. And in almost every single circumstance that I have this conversation with people, Jeff, they need far less than what they thought they did. You don't need a, a $10 million business to create financial freedom. Right. So if you don't need uh, such a big operation in order to achieve it, how do you help them then get to their plan? So, you know, part of your one big tip is to create this three-step plan. Let's talk about that. What is needed then in order for them to realistically figure out what it is that you, uh, uh, where it is that you are today and where you need to be going forward? Yeah. So the first component, which we've covered, is basically creating this roadmap and reverse engineering it to understand how you leverage the three levers. And ultimately, the lever that you can control the most is your income target, because this is a problem for many business owners. We chase vanity metrics and we put the most important metrics last. They're a byproduct. They're an afterthought as opposed to the primary presupposed metric that we're trying to influence. So what we do is we reverse engineer this and we flip the thinking and we set an income target. Let's say for argument's sake, for you to be able to achieve all of your goals, you need to earn $400,000 a year. Cool. All right. So then let's work out how we do that. So step one is about having a tangible roadmap with key milestones. The second thing is we need to have a cash flow control system because this is the biggest problem. Most people's businesses are cash eating monsters, not profit making machines. 
if you've ever been in your business and you've sat down with your accountant and you've done your financial statements and they've said, hey, congratulations, you've made all of this profit this year and you've ever thought to yourself, where the hell's all of that bloody money? Because it's certainly not in my bank account. That means that you are experiencing what we refer to as cash flow bottlenecks. There are often invisible and hard to, to see things that are consuming the lifeblood that is the cash flow in your business. And that is ultimately impeding your ability to fuel your financial freedom plans. So if we can set up the right system, the operating system that allows us to get clarity around the flow of our cash flow and control and presuppose our profitability, it makes life very, very easy. There's a formula that was created by a guy called Mike Michalowicz who wrote the book Profit First. And he flips the formula from being most people think that profit is revenue minus expenses equals profit. The mindset that we should take is revenue minus profit equals expenses. And it's this little flip that allows us to use these cash flow control systems to maximize our cash flow and allow us to put more into our investments. And then the third part is you need to have an investment operating system. Most people, entrepreneurs particularly, because we're ambitious folks, right? We wouldn't be in business if we weren't ambitious. Our investing is often reactive. We have our Uncle Bill who comes to a barbecue on Sunday and tells us that he just bought another property. And we go, wow, I should go buy another property. Or you look on your social media feed and a friend of, is bragging about their 100% return on their Tesla stocks that they bought recently. Oh, I should go buy some Tesla stocks. Or oh, I'm missing out on this NFT thing or I'm missing out on this or I'm missing out on that. It is a reactive approach to investment allocation. What we need is we need a proactive approach and we call this an investment operating system. The idea here is we want to have predictability and foresight around how we turn business profit into personal wealth. Set a target for the next 12 months of, hey, I want to buy one investment property. I want to allocate $20,000 to the share market. I want to put $6,000 into crypto, whatever it is that you want to do. And what we then do is we break that down into a quarterly target and set a recurring reminder for yourself every single quarter to create a 90-day wealth plan. And let's say, for example, you say that you want to allocate 20 grand to the share market. Every quarter, that should be five grand. So Q1, five, Q2, 10, so on and so forth. Let's say Q1, you only put three. Let's then adjust our target for the next quarter and focus on creating this momentum. The analogy I want to give you, because this will really hit home for everyone who's listening, is that we need to create what we call money muscle memory. Most of us are theorists when it comes to money and we're not practicing it often enough. And it's like going to the gym. If I wanted to become a bodybuilder, and I'm 60 kilos dripping wet, so uh, that, that'd be a long journey for me. I would, I'm not going to go up to the deadlift bar and put 300 kilos onto that bar and try and deadlift it. I'm going to hurt myself. So what I need to do is I need to start with maybe the bar or maybe put 10 kilos on and get my form right. Make sure that I'm confident in my movements and then incrementally over time start adding weight but it is the repeated and regular action that creates that muscle memory. The exact same thing needs to happen with your money. We need to get out of the ad hoc, knee-jerk, reactive, after-the-fact thinking, make it proactive, regular, and repeated and systematic, and then this is the muscle, money muscle memory that we will create that will lead us to creating true financial freedom. 
Wow, what a great plan, because basically what you're talking about here is that you're hitting, you know, just about every aspect from start to finish of what needs to happen, right? Because, you know, I got the profit first bug. I caught it maybe like about five years ago. So I implemented that in my business. I go to the bank and I'm like, oh, by the way, I need to open up like six or seven bank accounts. And they all think I'm nuts, right? And then I, I, and I'm almost always like, here, you know, you need to check out this book. And they're like, oh, wow, that's really cool. You know, they think it's a novelty at first. But then when you actually apply it, it's like, oh my God, this really makes sense, right? Because if you're able to put you know, just enough money into your taxes account and just enough money into your operating expenses. You were then able to better plan, you know, how much money you have left over. You know, you're able to put your profit first as opposed to putting your expenses first, which is what just about everyone else does. Right. And that, you know, that's really the killer step here is that if you can teach yourself how to change that part around, then great. You know, you're you're already on a on a good step to making bigger and better things happen uh, happen for you. I'll be the first one to tell you profit first will change your life. So I recommend everybody to really, you know, to really go forth with that. So that was really great. Thank you so much for sharing that, Jackson. Can you please let everyone know how they can learn more about your business and how they can reach out to you directly? For sure. Yep. So we specialize in working with uh, service businesses who are at six figures, seven figures. Their business is a bit of a cash eating monster and they really feel like they should be playing a bit of catch up with their wealth. And this is about us making sure that we turn the business into a vehicle, the best vehicle, mind you, that's going to streamline our path to creating true financial freedom, to give us choice and give us flexibility to live life on our own terms. And we work with clients all around the world to help them understand this language of money and implement the strategies, the tactics, and learn how to leverage them themselves so they can play an active role and be in the driver's seat on their path to creating that level of financial freedom. So if you'd like to get in touch, we've got a link in the show notes. It's book.wealth-mentor.com.au forward slash gift dash page. Now, that will give you some goodies, which will be copies of my best-selling book, uh, access to a 40-point financial performance scorecard that basically identifies the top 40 things that you can be doing that will get you on the right track for financial freedom. Scary thing is, Jeff, the average score is about 18 out of 40, and we've done this with thousands of business owners the world around, which means most business owners are below average financially. But Good news is once you do it, it'll help you identify the low-hanging fruit that you can sort out lightning fast and start getting on the right track. And of course, if you want to reach out, uh, contact me on social media. Just look for uh, Jackson Milan and uh, feel free to to connect with me. Love to support any way I can and uh, look forward to, to supporting you in pursuit of financial freedom. You got it, man. Thank you so much for sharing that. This has been a lot of fun, very informative, and I really appreciate you taking the time to speak with the audience today. Thank you so much for being here. My absolute pleasure. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening to the One Big Tip podcast. If you're a six to eight figure entrepreneur, business coach, or speaker who would like to be on this show, we need to talk. The audience for this podcast is hungry for experts and professionals who want to share their knowledge with this world. So if you're ready to share your actionable and measurable one big tip, please go to onebigtip.com slash guest and let's get your story out there. I am also crazy excited to announce my new Agents of Pod coaching program. With this program, I show busy entrepreneurs the strategies that I use to have warm conversations with my dream clients, keep my calendar book solid, 
and consistently have potential clients at the ready, all anxiously waiting to speak with me every single week. Head on over to agentsofpod.com slash hero and let me show you how to be the superhero in your business today. Lastly, I have a huge ask for you. Could you please share this with your audience on social media? The stories and connections that I make on this podcast have helped thousands of people, sometimes in the most profound ways. And you never know if your small action today will be the one that kickstarts your friend, a family member, or even yourself into taking massive action and starting the next multi-million dollar business. It'll be your way of just paying it forward. My name is Jeff Mendelson. You can find me on all the major social channels like LinkedIn, Instagram, and Facebook. Thank you so much for listening.